Welcome back to the Stupid Nutty Game Podcast. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Please hit that like and subscribe button. All right, so today we're going to do our movie review on Black Panther, okay? You're probably wondering why, well, Tavares, why are you doing a movie review on a movie that came out over four years ago? I'm going to tell you why. Because four years ago, I did not have a podcast, all right? It was, in the. I had the brainchild, I was creating thinking about what I'm going to do for a podcast, but it was not created yet. Okay. So I did not get a chance to review that film. <laughs> right. But <coughs> excuse me. But anyways, let's talk about Black Panther. <laughs> All right. So this movie here, I'm going to tell you something. Um, so around this time, it came out in 2018. So at that time, me and my wife, we, we had two kids. Now we currently have four. All right. So we had two kids. So it, it was difficult trying to get a babysitter. All right. I believe it came out, it came out like in February, you know, and it's amazing how I was able to stay away from spoilers for so long, but I didn't get a chance to see the movie until like, it was kind of like in March. Yeah. So I went about three weeks without being able to see that movie and everybody who I know saw it, they loved it. They enjoyed the movie. They thought it was real good. You know, I, um, I, I didn't meet, haven't met, I didn't meet anybody, I didn't know anybody personally who said this was their favorite Marvel movie, but it was a real good movie. Everybody had real good, mag magnificent things to say about it. And, you know, if you're on social media around that time, you know, you see a lot of people, they doing the dances, they wearing the, 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 the African wardrobe and all of that and stuff, you know, and, you know, I'm like, okay, okay. And now, now see, about me, I'm a person who doesn't really subscribe to the overhypeness of something and I don't subscribe to the underhype of things. Okay. Now and I'm like, well dang, they they doing all this. Okay, well all right, you know. And you know, the the movie, I thought it was a good movie. Alright, um what I liked about this movie was that well I'm gonna tell you what, number one, the standout in this one was of course Michael B. Jordan. Alright. I've been a fan of Michael B. Jordan since I saw him in Friday Night Lights. I saw him in Friday Night Lights before I saw him in The Wire, okay? Because I was watching that show. And for the most part, Michael B. Jordan, he normally plays... Uh, he, he, was no, he normally plays like, you know, all right, I'm gonna, I, I can root for him. I'm going to root for him. You know, he's like normally the protagonist type in a movie or in a show, okay? This one here, his performance was freaking amazing in this movie. Um, and I guess it was amazing because to me, it gave me like the Denzel Washington vibes, the training day Denzel Washington vibes because we haven't, prior to that, we didn't see Denzel Washington perform like that. So it's one of those things, it's like a knockout blow. You get knocked out from the punch that you never see coming. So we never saw that coming from Michael B. Jordan. I mean, the young, I mean, or, or it's like Heath Ledger. You know what I'm saying? You never saw that coming. So I feel like in this movie here, as great as an actor, God rest his soul, Chadwick Boseman is and was, you know, I feel like Michael B. Jordan outshined him in this movie. Okay. That doesn't mean that Chadwick didn't do a great job. What it was is that um, Ryan Coogler, he set Michael B. Jordan up to shine more than Chadwick Boseman in this movie, okay? He set Killmonger up to shine more than Black Panther, okay? Because I believe that this Killmonger, I mean, excuse me, that this T'Challa here was a lot different than the T'Challa that we was introduced in Civil War. I really do. As a matter of fact, 
the Killmonger in this in Black Panther to me has similar parallels to the T'Challa in Civil War. And why? Because you have different directors. You have the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, I believe, they were the ones yeah, who had cast Chadwick and Kevin Feige. So Ryan Coogler didn't cast them. And I got a feeling if Ryan Coogler had a choice, he would he would have cast Michael B. Jordan. You know, it seems like Michael B. Jordan is kind of like his muse, kind of like it's well, maybe muse is the wrong thing, but it's kind of like Snoop and Dre, right? You get the best Snoop Dogg when he's with Dr. Dre. All right. Y'all remember when Snoop went to, um, you, well, you remember when Dr. Dre left Death Row? You remember that dog food album? Yeah. Nah. It's not dog, not doggy style. <laughs> All right. You remember uh, when Snoop went to No Limit? All right. You know what I'm saying? You, you see it with the No Limit sound? It just didn't hit the same. But when they brought in Dr. Dre for his second album with No Limit, oh, you saw it. You could tell which hits were made by Dr. Dre, okay? Or, you know, you think about even when Snoop started getting making records with the Neptunes, right? It's, yeah, but it's not that, you know what I'm saying? You know, when him and, like, Snoop and Dre, they could take a break for 10 years, and when they come back, bam, making hits. I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world, still hitting them corners and them lolos, girl. Like, that's the Snoop we, it's like, it's something... It's, it's just that vibe. They got that connection. And that's what Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan is. You know what I'm saying? I can only imagine, like, how that movie would have been if Michael B. Jordan was cast as T'Challa, right? But Chadwick did his thing. Angela Bassett did her thing. Danae um, did her thing. Um, Lupita did her thing. Winston Duke, Martin Sheen. Um, oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Every, the, the cast was wonderful. I think everybody did a real brilliant job as far as acting. So it's not a movie that when you watch, man, the acting is crap in this movie. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you even get, now I'm going to tell you a character who I was shocked to be in that. I had no idea was um Sterling K. Brown. And I'm a big fan of his when he, you know, that show, This Is Us, man, you know. Um, But yeah, um, with this movie here, like it felt like it was all about Michael B. Jordan. It was about him. And I get it, you know. Ryan Coogler, he says that Michael B. Jordan, of course, he represents the the African American dynamic of it. You know what I'm saying? Which which is understandable because I've overheard and been involved in conversations and and where it was mentioned that well, as a black person in America, you're lazier or you're different than the the people who actually are born and raised in Africa, and vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Which you know, hey, I feel like. Well, that's a whole topic to discuss on something else, but it had like it had a it had a it had relatable relatable topics in this movie, which I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Relatable topics. I'm gonna tell you something. You know, it's kind of like did I say this earlier with the Mike the whole Michael B. Jordan thing with the with the LeBron James comparison? I might have said it earlier. I'm I'm having a brain fart here. But like I say, man, it really reminds me of when LeBron James went to the Miami Heat, has solidified as Dwayne Wade was over there. Hey, it became about LeBron James. Okay, that doesn't mean D Wade, you know, played less or whatever, you know. But 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 man, but once again, I'm on circling back around to it. The Black Panther, the T'Challa, what that was in. Um, 
Civil War. I really wish we would have got that one. But I do understand the difference because there's a different mentality when you go from warrior to king. Okay, it's just like wherever you work at is a different mentality from going to going from employee to employer. Okay, or employee to boss, employee to coach, player to coach. There's a different mentality. You understand? You know, like you could be nasty. You can be that dude when you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you take um, you take Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal, he's not a coach, but Shaquille O'Neal on the court. Oh, man, nasty. Boom. That's a warrior, right? Shaquille O'Neal now, he's in the booth. You know, TNT. You know, you see him laughing more and all that. You know what I'm saying? So it's a different mentality. You hear a lot of football players say that. You know, um, um, I, I've 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 seen I've heard people mention like an Indomitian Sue, where somebody like that, where you know, off the field, he's gentle giant, nice and stuff, but on the field, savage beast. You know, and a lot of times you got to get into your mode. You know, so. I understand that because it's just like if you notice in Black Panther, when I think about it, well, Killmonger, the, until, you know, he was warrior until, you know, he got the throne and, you know, he's more calmer, simmered down a bit, you know. So, but, you know, that 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 makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it, it is what it is like. Hell, man, if you watch Game of Thrones, I mean. Robert Baratheon, dude was a beast, a savage, a warrior. But he became king. He wasn't as beastly, you know? So, it is what it is. But yeah, man. But I thought Michael B. Jordan was phenomenal. Chadwick, you know, Chadwick was phenomenal also. Um, it, you know, now there are certain parts in that movie to where it's like, okay, well... It feels like like it feels like the action scenes didn't just didn't really hit well, you know, and I know um, prior to this movie, though, I mean, he, Ryan Coogler did Creed and I thought the boxing and the action sequences in that movie were awesome, you know, but I felt like in this movie here, I felt like the, the way the Russo brothers portrayed Chadwick Boseman and. Civil War, Infinity War, and then Endgame. Like, I felt like the action sequences that we got from Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa in those movies were a lot better than the action sequences that we got of him in Black Panther. You know, and it's like, dang, man. Like, and you know, everybody has his or her own style, you know, but, and, as appreciative as I am of this movie, the fact that of the fact that it allows you to, uh, well, that it contained a lot of um, what what I would you call it, um, 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 like relatability related topics we can relate to. It's still a fictional action movie, okay. And so when I watch a horror movie, I want to be scared. I want some suspense, all right? When I watch a romantic movie, I want to see that love, you know what I'm saying, that relationship. When I watch a a Christmas movie on Hallmark, I want to see Christmas stuff. When I'm watching a movie on Halloween, I want to see that. When, I, when I'm watching a comedy, I want to be able to laugh. 
And you, you get what I'm saying. Like a comedy movie, like it can have all the relatability in the world. But hell, if I'm not laughing at it, it's not a comedy. It failed its initial mission. And I feel like a lot of times it's like it. it like the fight scenes was not epic. There was not a single epic fight scene in this movie. That's why I'm dis. That's why I'm like ah, ah. Now I know a lot of people with this movie. They're giving you know they, they give it a nine. Some people give it a ten, and they're looking at you know well, look at the acting, the um, the imagery, how they did the costumes, and they, they they're all dope. You know, like, I, there's movies that are, like, the plot and everything is crap, but the costumes are dope. But that doesn't make the movie go from a 2 out of 10 to a 7. So, um, with, with this movie here, you know, unfortunately for a lot of people, this was, like, their first time watching a movie where the superhero is a, Af is, is a the lead is a black man. Now, I'm revealing my age here, but I don't think, me personally, I don't think no matter what your age is, hey, if you watch comic movies, superhero movies, you need to be watching Blade. That should be, in at least in your top 10, to be, make sure you watch, you know, your bucket list, for real. Like, Blade, like, Wesley Snipes is Blade. Like, see, and that's the thing. Like, I, I felt like the, the fighting, like, had Wesley Snipes been Black Panther, you know what I'm saying? The fighting. Now, I feel like the acting is equivalent. Wesley Snipes and Chadwick Boseman, I feel like they both, in that sense, can, you know, can play a real good T'Challa. Okay? Now, as far as the fighting, when they're fighting, man, I got to go with Wesley, man. Like, Wesley. And, like, if it was that. But, see, now, I feel like had the... And I think with the Russo brothers... The way they have T'Challa fighting, like, it's, I get that same feeling that I felt when I watched Wesley Snipes as Blade, okay? So, the Russo brothers, they understood the assignment as far as, like, how T'Challa, how Black Panther fights, you know what I'm saying? But, I I didn't really, like, yeah, I think Ryan Coogler dropped the ball on that. Cause, because, if I'm watching an action movie, oh yeah, man, I'm paying attention, I, like, how the fighting is choreographed, like that is very, very important. That the fight scenes are more valuable to me than how the costumes and how that looks. You understand what I'm saying? That's more valuable to me than that. Hey, you watch Star Wars, like there's a lot of epic moments in Star Wars where you're like, oh man, that's cool fight scenes. Same thing as the Matrix, you know? So, you know what I'm saying? It's you know, it's 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 kind of like it's like all right, man. But you know, hey, I, hey, man, no no movie is perfect. No movie is perfect. Like I could, my favorite movies, my top two favorite movies is Pulp Fiction and Forty Year Old Version. I don't, it, they're not perfect. They're not my number one movies because they're perfect movies. I can nitpick on anything on there, right? But so with this movie here, it's just. We know we knew we could have got a better chat. We we knew we could have got a better T'Challa, and when you see three other films where they have a a a better T'Challa, T'Challa, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like okay, man. It's like really, 
it's like really it's like come on man yeah yeah you, you could have did you you know you got material to base this off of you know what i'm saying you know but um it's it's a um it's still a good movie um the whole like whenever i go back and rewatch this movie it's certain things i look at it and i'm like wow that's interesting or i'm like huh i wonder if they're going to include that or you notice a little easter egg or something that you can take from that movie to expand to something else you know and man i think it would have been real interesting to see how if chadwick boseman was still alive how they would be able to play you know piggyback off what they did in the first one because this movie made over a billion dollars people okay so so that means that even if Chadwick Boseman was alive, it still would have been an immense amount of pressure to perform up to that level. You know what I'm saying? Because it's one of it's and it's something that I've learned with doing podcasts and and YouTube videos, right? Like my I feel like my best work is not the ones that get the most views, you know? And the thing about it is I feel like if you're writing and creating that script for the sequel, I haven't seen Black Panther Wakanda forever at this time of me doing this episode podcast. I do plan on seeing it though. But it's one of those things where it's like let's say if Chadwick Boseman was still alive. Okay, well, if he was alive and they had a dope script and they say the script is better than the first one. You understand? And the direction, how they do it is better than the first one, but it's not as entertaining as some people may think. So it doesn't make a billion. And see, a lot of things play the factor. I'm not sure if they're releasing this movie in China. But if it's not released in China, that can minimize it of not making a billion, right? So that plays key right there, right? Also, you got to look at the time when it came out. I understand a lot of people say the pandemic is over. But a lot of people, they don't go to the movies as much as they used to before the pandemic. That's still a realization, especially... You know, you got a lot of people where, hey, man, I'm playing for Disney Plus. I'll get it 40 days, five days afterwards. You understand? There was no Disney Plus back then. All right. So you, you was put in a situation where, well, the movie is not going because everybody don't have cable. Right. And they probably won't get the DVD till like, what, three, four months later. So but also you had a lot of momentum building toward Infinity War. This movie here came out a couple months before Infinity War. Okay. All right. So that's that right there is big. That is key because it's like based on the trailer, we, you, you know, you saw in Infinity War, um, you know, you saw that there, there was going to be a battle in Wakanda. So you're like, all right, man, let's see what's going on with Black Panther. You got some people, they watch it just so they can look at the Easter eggs and post credit scenes and all that. Right. So but this movie here, it's. It's in a different position. It's in the closeout position. It's closing it out. Out phase, what is phase five? Phase four. Okay. So that's why I feel like it's hard to com- to be even compared to this one, to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which is coming out tomorrow. Um, but it, it, overall, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. But I. I didn't leave the movie super all excited and hyped up and all like proud to be black after seeing this movie because I I've been I was proud to be black before I saw this movie. 
this movie didn't make me didn't make me feel like I am more in touch with my spirit or with God or with my family or my roots. It did not. And the thing about it is I didn't go into this movie expecting that. It's a fictional movie, people. So I'm everybody's different, but I wouldn't dare go into a fictional movie expecting to be in tune with my culture. I'm not from Wakanda. Okay? It's a fictional place. But you know, but the points that Killmonger was making, you know, when you think about it in a fictional point of view, you know, where was Wakanda when slavery was going on or all these things happened to our important black leaders across the world in the United States of America? Where where was Wakanda? And I get it. T'Challa said he's not the king of all people. He's not. You got you protect your own. And it makes sense because when you think about it and hopefully they cover this topic Hopefully, I'm, that's something that I am hoping that they they cover this topic thoroughly in Black Panther Wakanda Forever is the fact that, okay, well, since they're opening up their borders and everything, by them and all that, so how is that going to work? You know, you don't, you don't want to put that in the wrong hands. Like, as far as worse as the world is... You get these people, a lot of these people, you, you let you allow them to get something like vibranium. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. As much as we love Tony Stark, Tony Stark wasn't the same good hearted person that we knew prior to Iron Man. So imagine if he would have had a bunch of vibranium, all those weapons he was making, the Jericho and all that. Oh, my goodness. Hellfire and brimstone, right? But this movie here, on a scale of one to ten, I give it an eight. It gets an eight from me, okay? And an eight is good. That's good, right? It's good. Like the rewatchability of it is 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 pretty is real good. You know, I enjoyed the performances, um, but you know, I felt like it had to, to. I'm gonna be honest with you. Shit, it had a potential to probably be a ten to me, but they watered down to Chala. You know, and I'm not a big fan of like you didn't need the water down to Chala to make Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger, you know, an awesome fighter and a worthy opponent. No, you know what I'm saying. You let him go, and and I understand. And and, and another thing, like when you think about it, like man, the man T'Challa, he lost his father, and we didn't see a funeral, man. We did not see a funeral. You know, like because after Civil War, apparently this movie here takes place like a week or two after Civil War. You know, we didn't we, we did not see a funeral and we, we, we should have saw a funeral. I'm not saying the whole movie should have been a funeral, but we should have saw that. We did not see it. But yeah, you know, it's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I, I recommend a lot of people seeing it. If you haven't seen it, you know, check it out. Um, if you have seen it, hey, watch it again. You know, I think it's a, it's a real good watch. You know, I watch it with my kids. They enjoy the movie. I love it. And the impact of it, you know, it, hmm, like, the impact of the movie is incredible. It is. I'm not blinded by that because, you know, growing up, like I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I have, I didn't see anybody dressed up as Black Panther until, like, seven or eight years ago, you know, 
And now Black Panther is is it's a popular costume now, you know. And it's it's I, I, I with my kids, I have four kids, three boys and a girl, and you know, it, hey, if you want to be Spider-Man, hey, you could be Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, for my little girl Wonder Woman, you know, Black Widow or whatever, Scarlet Witch, or if they want to be Black Panther, that's fine, you know. Um you know, I try to encourage them to look at it as, you know, these are superpower beings who are being able to do what it is. The comic, the, the realistic theme of it, the non-fictional theme, like this fictional story, these fictional stories, you can apply them to non-fictional stuff like real world stuff by simply, you know, um, just knowing that we all have abilities that God has blessed us with. Use them. You know, Spider-Man has his ability, T'Challa has his, Wonder Woman has hers, Batman, Superman has, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's skill is different. Some might be similar, but they're similar on a different level. So, you know, that, you know, use your gifts. Great power comes great responsibility. That that message not only applies to Spider-Man, it applies to all superheroes, it applies to all of us. You know, but this movie here, um, I'm getting off subject. Well, actually, I'm still on subject. I'm still on subject on here. So, but this movie here, yeah, what did I say? Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. You know, um, you know, but it, it's unfortunate that Mr. Chadwick Boseman passed. You know, it, man. You know, but I, I'm looking forward to checking out Black Panther Wakanda Forever. You know, when when I see that, you know, the thing about it with that movie, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think the best one of the best ways to look at the upcoming sequel is to not look at it as Black Panther Two. It's, it's look at it as Wakanda Forever. You know, because it reminds me of the movie Spartacus. I'm sorry, the show Spartacus, where season one had Andy Whitfield as Spartacus. Phenomenal show. He did a great job as him. Like his whole movement, his fighting style is incredible. And when he had passed, they did a prequel where it was called Spartacus Blood and Sand or was it God of War Gods of War, something like that, right? You know, I just look at that as Gods of War. And it was phenomenal. But anyways, that's all I got. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Share your thoughts in the comment section and let me know what do you think about Black Panther? And let me know are you going to go check out Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Thank you all for tuning in. Student at the Game Podcast. Peace out.